right here. Just pay attention to us. The Middle Children. Hello, I'm Jesse Jollis. And I'm Chris Ferns. And this is... Wow. That is what they call a head voice. You know I can belt. I mean, everyone knows I can belt, but I wanted to oh, give a little range. You can belt. I wanted to I love that. Wanted to give a little range. Wow, it looks like I'm blasting. That's not what anybody wants. Listen, if I she's loud with volume and she's loud with the attitude and her outfits. It's so true. Thank you. Yes, I'm drinking coffee. Yes, I just ate oatmeal. Thank you. I'm drinking coffee too from my SUNY Oneonta mug. Shout out mm. to my college who has been trending this week for <laughs> such an inordinate <laughs> amount of COVID cases. Yes, SUNY. You got it, bitch. You got it, ho. Guess what I've been watching? What have you been watching? It's called Stacy and Darcy. It's on TLC, and it is, of course, about Darcy from 90 Day Fiance. And, and <gasps> there's a show, Jesse. It's called Stacy and Darcy, and it's about the sisters. Oh my God, it's already out? So there's five episodes out, but I do th oh. think that it's going to end prematurely because in the first episode, um, their father's there visiting them. And okay. Darcy's like, oh, dad lives in China most of the year. He comes here twice a year because his wife is Chinese. Because he also only dates foreign women and marries them. Okay, and you know what? It runs in the family. That's how this happens, okay? That's how this happens. He also bought them the house because I've always been like, how do they afford that fucking mansion? Boom. We're getting answers today. Okay, obsessed with that. But in the first one, she's like, my dad comes twice a year. He was here for the holidays and he extended his stay because China has this weird coronavirus. So he's not sure. So he's staying for a bit. Right. That's in the pilot. Upsuced. And I'm like, did their father bring Corona over anyone? Can we confirm that or deny it? I Oh, my God. Yeah. Stacey and Darcy started. The I pandemic really think in that that's why the show will be shut down there. People are going to be like, wait. Hey, wait. Well, so they have... I watched the first episode. The thing is, the drama is... Real. Is it real? Well, it seems that Stacy's boyfriend has another girlfriend. <gasps> Shut your... Back in Albania. Okay, you know what? This is what I'm going to say about that. First of all, Stacy had a little too much toot for me on 90 Day when she would come in like, yeah, I guess my life is perfect, mm -hmm. Darcy. I just want you to see how great this is. You're never happy for me. I'm like, hey, Stace, I need you to take it down two notches. I need you yeah, to look use at the your inside roster. Voice. Okay, you're not on it. You're not on it. Guys, for those of you who don't know who Stacey and Darcy are. Oh, yeah. um, I'm so sorry. Get out from underneath your rock. <laughs> wow. No, but also yeah. it's okay. So on 90 Day Fiance, there's this woman, Darcy, and she is in like five different seasons. Yeah. she that's a, She's the only person who continues on every season. <laughs> with different men also. It's not all the same guy. Um, and now there's a spinoff with her and her twin sister, yeah. which she says in high school they were losers because everyone called them the troll dolls. Okay, that is honestly rough and tragic, and that does hurt my feelings for her. Yeah, you get a good peek into why Stace and Darcy are the way that they are. A hundred P. It, and their hair, okay, here's the thing. They have this long blonde hair. Yeah. And it 
bothers me because it looks like hay. It looks like hay bales. Well, and I mean this with love when I say it. Everything about Darcy and Stacy is fake. Okay. It a lot of Incredibly. their body is not, you know, and the injections, like sometimes you can tell when one has gotten a, Got a lip thing and you go, see, the sad thing is I wish they, I think they're actually just really pretty. I think they'd be beautiful naturally, but there is a lot of work being done. You can tell in the earlier seasons of 90 Day before Stacy starts, she actually, in the episode, she's like, I'm going to get my lips done before we leave. And I'm like, no, they look so good right now. Yeah, don't. don't. They're going to be like, I don't even know what happens to lips, but big and bloated or something. That's, listen, there was a guy on Glow Up on that show that I like, that makeup competition show, and his lips were so big. Yeah. And he says that he's banned from getting lip injections in the UK for a year because he's like on a list for getting them overdone and that they'll literally explode the next time he gets them. Okay, so yeah, I would say... We all can we all just check ourselves real quick. If you're on a list because your lips are going to explode, can we go <laughs> see someone to talk to? What's happening? I I just he's also 19. No, now I can't. It's 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 the um oh. it's the year of Kylie Jenner. She's ruining everybody. She's ruining everybody, including myself. You know what I'm watching? What are you watching? Away on Netflix what with is- Hillary Swank. We're astronauts. We're going to fucking Mars. Do you understand? Oh, okay. It is a. It's like this is us, but in space. Mm. Okay, because the drama is real, and your tears just float. They just float. Of... They just float. You know. So you. Oh, can you imagine crying in space? No one knows. It just floats away. I know. There's a few moments because what I don't understand about the spacecraft is some rooms have gravity and other rooms don't have gravity. Which I think is real for spacecraft. Oh, see, and I didn't know that. So, like, she goes into her room and it's like everything's normal. Then she goes out and it's like she's floating and they're drinking vodka by, you know, pushing it out and then catching it in their mouth because there's no gravity. See, I love seeing no gravity stuff. That's fun. Let me explain to you. The day I'm weightless is the day we have landed on Mars. Okay? <laughs> Jesse, we <laughs> should go to one of those anti-gravity uh, things. How fun would that be? I don't know where they are, but there's two things I want in my life. One, an anti-gravity chamber. <laughs> two, a room full of trampolines. An anti-gravity chamber would be truly amazing. I would buy a full leotard to wear when I use it because the idea of my shirt floating up, I don't care what angle I'm at. I will know if my stomach is showing. <laughs> I would see you got to wear a bodysuit or something. You got to wear a bodysuit. I want everything in. I want everything tight. I want one guy. You know when you do that weird thing with air? I've never done it. I've only seen it on TV where people go into an air chamber where they feel like they're flying and there are these two really hot yeah. guys that hold them on each side. Yeah, no. I I do want the hot guys to hold me, though. (laughs) But see, that's the problem with skydiving also. I'm like, the hot one's going to be strapped to me. (laughs) Why? So I can belly his land (laughs) if he dies? (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think so, honey. You know that I waited on Hillary Swank was one of the last celebs that I waited on. Well, I was managing. I was managing and she came into the Brooklyn restaurant I was working at. And she was wearing one of those backpacks that had um, 
like straws attached to it. You know what I'm talking about? There's like a tube so they can like drink water from their backpack. Oh, I've never seen it. I think it's, I don't, it's like literally a very nerdy thing, I think. Okay. Um, but she came in and the host did not recognize her and who was like, oh, you must have come from a hike, huh? Because she had that backpack. And she was like, from the Upper East Side. And then continued drinking from the water. Well, that'll, yeah, that'll get anybody, I think. But I mean, she she was fine. She was nice. I believe it. I feel like she's very, and this is me absolutely projecting based on the character she plays in a way and other characters I've seen her play. I think she's nice and I think she's like just a normal gal. See, I think she's maybe a little crazier than that. I could be wrong, and I have been wrong before. I don't think crazy in a bad way, though. I think crazy in, like, a granola, everything needs to be this way. Yeah, she does see... Well, that's her character is also very uptight. And her whoever plays her daughter on this show, I am like, where are the Oscars? Clean them up. Oh, that's... Shine that them in. That is me. It's, that was me. No, it isn't. The wig is good, right? You couldn't even tell. Oh, the wig is good, Chris. And that one scene... In episode one, you had me mm. balling. Okay. Thank you. See, I lost 180 pounds for the role. You look stunning. And, and I shrunk myself. I was going to say, was, you were like 5'2 or something. You were very petite. I was squatting the whole time. You were on filming. your knees? Yes. You did the thing with the shoe on the knee and you were scooting. Yeah. Okay. Well, the costumer sewed shoes onto my knees. Let me tell you something right now. You fooled me. You got Thank me you. good. And you know what? Now I think you should get two Oscars because that's how good it was. Um, let me tell you, speaking of bodysuits. Hello. Guess what I did last night when I, I had a couple glasses of wine. You better tell me right now. You know, I went and I ordered a $70 bodysuit from Skims. <gasps> Kim Kardashian's uh bitch you better tell me how the fuck that is see I will you know what I do like about it people say what you want about Kim K yeah they they have like 500 different kinds of different bodysuits whatever from yeah uh like three extra small to a five extra large see and that's Kim for and when I see the the amount of underwear she has in her drawers for some reason, I'm like, that is the life. Because what I see is this woman could not do laundry for a year, two years. I mm -hmm. mean, this woman, what's laundry, Chris? She doesn't know. And she'll never can you, know. Can you imagine? My aunt and uncle are, so they were divorced many years ago. But when they lived in this house, right? Yeah. It was this big house. It was like an old money mansion. Yeah. And my uncle's like a um, contractor. He's very, very good at like building and all of that. So yeah. he can like build kitchens and all of that. So he like remodeled the house. It was stunning, beautiful. Okay. But they had in the house yeah. a laundry chute where you can just throw your laundry and it goes down to the basement. And in theory, that's where like the maid would do your laundry if you had someone that did laundry. Gosh. All you do is go to your... the. A little door in your room and you put your laundry down it and then it gets cleaned. That's it. No hamper, honey. Can you imagine? No, I can't imagine. I feel like I'm always doing laundry. I did laundry yesterday and my mom said, when's the last time you did laundry? That's so much. And I said, about a week ago. About a week I just ago. Said, big clothes. Yeah, please don't say that about my clothes. You know. And every time my dad makes a joke and says, what is that? Two pairs of underwear? <laughs> <laughs> Good one, dad. <laughs> Gotta love a joke that same old, same old, you know? 
but that's who we are. That's who we are, Jesse. Wait, did you have a date last night? I did. Thank you for knowing. It was How? bad. <laughs> no. It was indeed. Tell me. It was bad. You know, the thing is. The thing is. Yeah, the thing is, I, I last night, I said, what am I doing? There comes a time where you do something because you say, oh, I should do this. And then you do it and you go, I need to, I need to reassess. I, I need to see what in the world is happening mm-hmm. in my life. I, so I, and you know, if you asked me, Jesse, was this a good idea in theory? I'd say, no, Chris, I knew this was a bad idea. And let me explain to you why he was a bartender. Okay, fine. He was a bartender. What does that mean? It means we live two different lifestyles and it means every story he talks about is about how drunk he was and how he almost died. Because he got, you know, weed weed bombs and put it in the bath and then couldn't move on his birthday. And if his friend hadn't come in, he would have died. And then when I said, Wait, what? what? He said... How old is he? 30. He got what? It's like, he told me the story and I looked at him as though I wanted to die. Like, I was just looking at him like, this can't be where I am in this moment. He was like, yeah, one time on my birthday, I got a hotel room because I love a bath. And this is what's funny about him. He kept saying he was a huge 6'2 man. This man was 5'10. And every time he kept saying he was 6'2, I was like, you listen to my podcast, which I appreciate. (laughs) 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 But also, who are you referring to when you keep saying this height? He's like, I don't fit in a bathtub. I'm like, okay. like Okay. (laughs) Also, the fact that he went out and got a hotel room with a bath for his birthday is the gayest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. So then he was like, I got a bath, bath, bathtub. And then my sister gave me bath bombs and didn't tell me that they had weed in them. And I, I've never even heard of this, but I'm like, okay. He's like, I put two in cause it was such a big bathtub. And I said, I'm with you so far. Okay. Yeah. That wouldn't get you high. Chris. I know what he said is he's like, my muscles, like, his muscles relaxed or something and couldn't move and he couldn't get out of the tub. And because, and then he said like, he's not afraid of death anymore because he's lost so many people. And I'm like, I feel like you should be more afraid. And I was like, did you think it was your time to drown in the bathtub on your birthday in a hotel room? Because that's sad. What are you, Whitney Houston? Come on. Fight a little, fight a little. (laughs) I'm sorry. This man said on a first date, he's not afraid of death anymore. Correct. Jesse, that is an amazing tweet you have to say. <laughs> you have to tweet that. I went on a date with a guy and he said he was not afraid of dying in the first five minutes. <laughs> You're right, I should. But it was just, it was truly so humbling, so much of it. And I had one beer and I was like, I'm ready to go. And even with that, he ordered two beers, a coffee, and then a vodka soda. Like one time I went to the bathroom, I came back, you'd order. I was like, dude, are you not getting that I've stopped ordering? Also, this man is uh, clearly loves uppers because let me tell you something about someone that orders coffee in the middle of their drinking. That is just somebody that wants to continue the party. Yeah, I was like, what? And at one point I said I was cold, which is another signal to I want to leave. And he was like, do you want coffee? And I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go home. Where were you? I was at a restaurant. No, it was a rooftop bar. By me, I picked the I'm, place. I'm cold. I'm so cold. Do you want coffee? 
No, and I never wanted coffee. He, I cannot get over the fact that he said he was not afraid of dying on the first date. Yeah, it was really the most. I've never woken up so much. Talk about coffee. I was like, you, and it was. I would be like, are you gonna take us over this roof together? And then he was like, it's not like I'm saying I jump off the roof. I'm just saying, like, (gasps) it was crazy. (laughs) And I was just like, this man. First of all, if you've lost your will to fight in a bathtub on your birthday, I can't be with that. Do you understand? And you spent money on it to take a bath. Also, here's the thing about people that put like weed bombs and stuff. Listen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm hearing you. CBD things like this. Okay. You're wasting your money. Yeah. And this is my thing with that. I'm, yes, I think there's good in the, of that. Of course, obviously, Jesse and I both very much believe in the medis- medicinal powers. Of course of, we um, do. Marijuana. Marijuana. Weed cannot be absorbed through your skin like that. No. I don't think. I don't think so either. And even if it is, don't tell me your muscle. I can't. I think I've had My muscles were so (laughs) relaxed that I was going to drown in the bathtub. Yeah, it was just, I just couldn't help looking at him as if we had all died. And then the worst part, Chris, is at the end when I was like... I'm this way. And he was like, oh, I was going to walk you to your car. And I was like, oh, no need. I can walk home. Like, thank you again. Goodbye. And he was like, I would drive you home. It's not like I expect anything. And I was like, okay, because it's COVID and I'm not getting in your car. Yeah. And also, I don't want to drive with a man who has no will to live. (laughs) Yeah, because if we make a left turn or a right turn and it's my side and you've, quote, given up or you're letting whatever's meant to be be, I don't want to die. So I need you fighting out there on the streets. You hear? Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, I need you to know that if a car comes flying at us, you're going to make an effort to swerve out of the way. Yeah, I need you to Which it doesn't seem like you're going to do that at this point. I'm here. Well, I've heard what you've said, and everything leads me to you're out for the count. So was it humbling, Chris? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Am I livid? Yes. Did my dad see how sad I was when I came home and they said, how was it? And I said, bad. And then they said, he wanted, he told me he was ready to die in the first five minutes. Yeah. Ugh. And then, well, Jesse, you, know, you tried. I did try. I'm excited next week. I'm going on vacation because I, I need a vacation from this. Yeah. From this. Maybe you need someone by mistake. The day that happens to me is the day I die. The day, see, I feel like I'm so jaded now. If like somebody talks to me in any way that I could meet a person, say I'm like in line at Target, yeah. and a guy's like, "Hey, is that the new whatever?" I'd be like, "Yeah, there's more back there, psycho." I know. I'm like, I'm very closed off. For? It's like, where's that? What? I'm sorry. Oh, to the left. I, like everything I ends. Don't fucking work here <laughs> with a period. Like, oh, I don't know. Like, I am not, uh, I don't even realize people, I used to have friends that were like, why were you so mean to that guy flirting with you? I was like, who? What guy? Flirted? <laughs> like, I just, I don't see. I don't see. No, yeah, me either. Um, <sighs> Once I was at Target, this was like, not even a year ago. It was, I think, around when COVID was really hitting its peak. Wow. Um, And this woman said to me in Target, like, where is the paper towels or something? And I was like, I don't know. I don't work here. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, why did you say you did? And I was like, <laughs> I did. Oh, no. She said, do you work here? I said, no. And then she said, where are the paper towels? And I said, I don't know. I don't work here. And she said, then why did you just say you did? And I was like, I didn't. Am I in the Twilight <laughs> Zone? She, 
And she was like, oh. and like rolled her eyes. And, and I was like, I don't, am I going to get in trouble with my supervisor? Please don't tell the manager, ma'am. Please. Like, anyway. Um, should we get into our first little seg? Let's hop on in. All right, guys, it's time for... It's the embarrassing story of the week. I'm starting? You start. Okay, so this one, I thought I told this before, but I'm being told I didn't because I posted about it and someone was like, why don't you tell this story on middle children? Love that. And see, this story is about, I was at a gay bar, okay? So it's this the very popular gay bar in Brooklyn. They have a big back door, a big outdoor patio. Okay. okay? And it's like a big backyard. This was... Uh, what five years ago even longer okay um and it was with this guy that we'd been like talking blah 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 and he was t- t- dragging me along okay to say the least and so we're sitting outside and it's you know those like outdoor plastic chairs that you can get at like dollar tree yes i do it was those chairs so i'm sitting we're talking he's saying kind of rude thing so i decide i'm gonna pop off and i'm gonna tell him how it is hell how you're yes how you're not gonna treat me okay absolutely and so i start going off in my best like viola davis do it uh, do it for us right now i was like listen i am a goddamn catch and if you think but as i'm doing this both Front legs no. of the cheap plastic chair I'm sitting in bend no. and snap. <laughs> and I fall forward. Oh, to fall forward. To fall forward and my face <laughs> smashed directly into his like crotch no! area. So I hit it pretty hard and then fell onto the ground. <laughs> And again, this is a very crowded place. So everyone's like waiting to make sure I'm, I get up. So I just, I, I laughed, you know, what else are you going to do? And I laughed and laughed. And he said, that's why I like you so much. You can laugh at yourself. Oh, there's never the fact that that I, I've said this once. I've said this twice. If I go to a place in a car and a chair snaps, I, will silently get up and leave i don't it never happened and i was never there i mean this was too hard to that's and to go into someone's crotch who just told you they didn't have feelings (laughs) for you what about now I was like, you don't think I'm sexual enough? Wait till you see this. Wait till you see this. And by the way, that was hard. So it looks like I've gotten you a little revved up. <laughs> it seems like you like yelling. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was pretty embarrassing. That is yeah. humbling. I will say that. I'm going to tell a story about... Okay, so I just remembered this the other day because I'm living with my parents. For those who don't know, I'm sure everyone knows. I'm obviously home living with my parents. And, you know, my parents, they're such eclectic, interesting people is how I will put it. So growing mm. up, my father grew up in a very militant household. Now, if we're being mm. honest, my dad had like this weird we'll almost call it phobia and like saw it as disrespectful if you left your shoes around 
Okay. Even though normally like you came home from school, you would start watching TV, you would kick your shoes off or something or Mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And my brother was the biggest offender and he would walk around with his sock. You know how kids wore their um, pants baggy, like saggy. My brother did that with his socks. So the heel was always midfoot. And then he had a lot of extra kicking room at the end. It was almost mermaid-like, okay? And honestly, it was his Luke, you see? So he that was what he rocked, you know? But my dad really found it offensive that his socks were, A, so loose and baggy, and also that he was wearing socks everywhere, okay? So my Mm. dad started this really fun trend of um, putting the shoes above the door. So when you open the door, shoes would fall on your head. Why? Um, to teach you a lesson, Chris, because see, now your shoes oh, oh, have attacked oh. you. You see, you attacked him by the shoes being out, and now the shoes have attacked you. Okay, I got it. Okay. So if you don't want your shoes to weaponize against you, you have to put them away. Exactly. So, but my brother and I shared like this hallway together. The kids had like a hallway. And by the way, you never knew which door was going to have shoes on them. Also, to follow that up, people are like, you're a really jumpy person, Jesse. But if you also had a house where in the morning shoes could be falling on your face constantly, you would also be jumpy. So one time, I believe my brother left boots out and I got up before him and I went to to go out of the hallway to go like upstairs and pack my backpack and boots, hard boots fell onto my face. I jumped, I shrieked, I freaked. And then by the time I got to school, I realized like my lip was like. Whose boots were they? My brother's. So you got the brunt of your brother leaving his boots around? Always. (laughs) Always. My brother, like, I don't know how my brother would miss the shoe. I mean, also in the morning, I literally walk around like, uh, like a bruised cowboy, like a very wide stance you know what i mean and i think my brother sort of like slips around he sort of like he slides through you know he's sleek he's sleek like a fox and maybe he knew the shoes would be there so i never knew the shoe would be there and i would always consistently get hit with the shoe and my mom and when i saw my mom got hit with the shoes it was actually really funny (laughs) and she'd be like rob and it was a good time. So one time I got hit in the face with a shoe and then like I had like my lip was weird and people were like, what happened? I was like, oh, I got hit by a shoe this morning. And as I kept telling the story, I was like, is my house weird? Like I was like, do you guys <laughs> not get hit? with? Sh-? I'm confused. And everyone's like, why are their shoes hitting you in the morning? I'm like, because we didn't put them in our room, <laughs> you loser. <laughs> and then I realized, no, this is a me thing. and. You know, there's dirt. I'm going to say another thing. There's dirt. Your shoes, the bottom of them, Chris, are gross. Okay? They're gross. Well, I've heard that before, actually. You know what I mean? Your shoes have been in gross places. And the fact that that slides down my face isn't cute for anybody. No, and then you told everyone about it when you could have made up a lie. Yeah, I, I never think of lie. I, once again, I didn't think it was weird until I realized it was weird because of everybody's reaction. Yeah, I feel like, see, my dad used to do things like if we were in the shower and we were taking too long, he would come in and dump a bucket of ice or like cold water over the shower. First of all, how did he do that? Like he would just take like a pitcher and dump it over the curtain. 
Um, or if I would sing in the shower, I used to sing in the shower a lot. Yeah. And once I was singing, um, Donna Summer Last Dance, and <laughs> when I got out of the shower, I heard a round of applause, and the neighborhood children had come to knock and ask if I could come out oh my to play. God. And since I was singing in the shower, my dad invited them all inside to stand outside the bathroom door as a way to like get me to stop singing in the shower. But then I was just like, I love an audience. And I started um, singing louder. Thank God. But, That's insane. But, That's how we learned yeah. math. When we were younger, we would shower. You know how you, when you're really young, you shower with your parents? And if that's not. Um, I can't say I ever did No, that. you didn't? No. Okay, I was wondering if. But, we're a private family, I guess, but... Yeah, I mean, my parents... When me and my brother were younger, it would be me, my brother, and my dad in the shower. Um, what? Yeah. I don't like, think it's weird. I don't think it's weird. <laughs> like, when you're, like, eight or, you know, nine, like, it was never anything weird, but my dad would ask us math questions, and if you took took too long or you got it wrong, he'd turn the water to cold. It was very fun. How big is the shower? Also, I don't think you mean eight. It must have been younger than that. Yeah, I forget what age, but you know when you're... I mean, I used to nanny. Was he wearing a bathing suit? I don't remember. See, I, I uh, don't remember. families are different. But you know when you first start taking a shower, at least when I was a nanny, I had to like be in there for the shower. You like supervise the shower. My brother and I are one year apart, so we were taking... My parents were just like two birds, one stone. No, we didn't know what we didn't know. Our bodies were even different. I I never felt weird about it when when we were. So maybe I was six or five. Yeah, you were probably a bit younger. I was five or six, but we were doing. But anyhow, my dad would be like, what's three plus three? And then you would have a certain amount of time to answer before the water got cold. And it was I loved it. Yeah, it's like a fun game. It was so fun. of. (laughs) (laughs) it was a fun torturous game and that's why i'm a little you know kinky yeah are you guys are you guys like a touchy like hugging family not at all i i yeah yeah, we're not we're not very touchy my parents like would only like peck every now and again it was very interesting yeah family dynamics am i right (laughs) you are right it is like it is you know in but and so, and all I have yeah. to say is thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that memory. Thank you for that memory. Thank you for being a friend. Mm, mm, mm. Down the road and back again. <laughs> Have you seen the that the Golden Girls theme with the guy that yes. sings? Guys, this is I, the most iconic thing in the world. If you haven't seen it, it's a guy oh. singing and making the Golden Girls theme song um, sound amazing. <laughs> so I won't play it for you because I don't know if you guys like that or not. So I'm not going to do that. But yeah, but let us know. To, if you, you have do to Google like it. it. Google it. Um. All right, Jesse. Should we go into a different world? We must. All right, guys. It's time for the Hallmark Movie of the Week. 
Uh, do you want to start or should I? Ooh, okay. How? I'll start, but give me a title. Okay. Um. Oh God, this is harder than coming up with an actual thing. I know. I'm gonna say. Oh my God, this is so hard. Wi-Fi on the prairie. Wow, and we're off. Okay, picture this. Okay, I am a high-powered rabbi. <laughs> okay, wow. <laughs> well, I went so hard on that high. I said, you know what? If you're really gonna <laughs> lean in, lean in all the way. Did, yeah, I guess so. So I'm a high-powered rabbi, but by rabbi I do mean cantor, and by cantor I mean I'm the singer at the service. So your girl is doing a lot of baruch. And uh, I'm a hit at the service. Oh, yeah. I'm a hit. Okay. So <laughs> uh, people are loving it. My rabbi. That's on your, that's on your TV commercials. She's a She's hit. a hit. Come to a high service in uh, Manhattan, New York. So uh, here I am. The rabbi calls me and she's like, we, this is like sister act up in here, but it's just you. What are you, Whoopi Goldberg? And I say, oh. Because <laughs> my name is Wendy. So, and it is Wendy oh. Goldberg. Okay. So, Wendy Goldberg, Wookie <laughs> Goldberg. It's very funny. And my rabbi loves that about me. I also love that about me. And I say, Oh, rabbi. And she says, Listen, Whoopi, you've really turned the synagogue around. When you first came in, sure, we have a huge synagogue, but the seats were always empty. And now it's packed and we have news coverage here. But I just and did do we get the scenes where like the music starts and then we see the neighborhood start coming in? Yeah, exactly. You do. And, you know, people are and they look around like, is this a concert? Is this a service? And then they're like, it's a service where you get to feel like you're at a concert. So oh, I love that. It's such a dream. So then the rabbi's like, you've done so much. And I'm like, thank you so much. That's so nice of you. Do you need me to do another interview? Just tell me when and where I've got my six inch heels on. And she's like, actually, I got a call from a colleague. And I'm like, OK. And she's like. And they need help with their music program and with their services. And I say, okay, you need me to like do a Zoom call and train someone? She's like, no, mm. I need you to go because we need you to bring the life to that synagogue. And we're doing fine here. And when you're done, you can come back. And I'm like, okay, this feels... But, you know, I work for God, you see. So mm. <laughs> when you work for God, there's less questions you can ask. So she says, here's your ticket. Hit the road. Bring bring the And heart. where did she say you were going again? And that's the thing, Chris. Turns out I'm going to uh, sleepy... Nebraska. Nebraska. Sleepy wow. fucking Nebraska. And I'm like, Nebraska. And she's like, there are Jews there. And I'm like, what? Where? What? On the prairie. On the prairie. So I have to pack up my bags. I'm like, okay, I'm going to stick out because let me tell you about a New York City canter. Okay. 
we're ready for fashion week. You know, you're up there on mm-hmm. that stage and it's like, you better bring it. So I'm in the middle of nowhere. I get off this train. I'm at this plane. It's sleepy Nebraska. I'm like, okay. I finally figure out how to get in a cab. I go to the synagogue. I get there. Chris, it's almost like a tumbleweed blows past. And I'm like, oh my God. This has to be a joke. Okay. Where's the cameras, Ashton? <laughs> Where are the cameras? Please tell me I'm being punked. Um, and I walk into the synagogue and I'm like trying to find this rabbi and the rabbi is this sweet little woman named Maeve. Yeah. Maeve. Maeve Silverberg. And she says, look, I am. Oh, you've got to be the ganther. You look so cute. Come here. Uh, we really need you to up this music program. I go, okay. Uh, what are you sure? Let me see the music. Let me see. And he, she goes, first, let me, let me have you meet our, our canter. And I go, what? There's two Whoa. canters. Chris, when I tell you, I walk into a room, there is a man wearing a large green velvet cape. He has a oh very big, what I would call, I believe it's a pompadour. Is it? Uh, yeah. Is it like a poofy hair? It's a poofy hair, Chris. Yeah, it's a pompadour. Okay, and as I walk in, I'm like, "Excuse me," and he he starts singing. Wait, how does that song go? Maybe, maybe he sings. Um, what does he sing? He mixes in some like Christian music because that's how he was raised. <laughs> right? Maybe exactly. So he probably doesn't know that many Jewish songs. I would assume. I would assume that. But um, he's like, got a story to tell ya. About some things that I've been through, but I'm healed. Oh, I'm healed. Sorry, excuse me. Um, had some sunshine and oh. some rain. Da da ba da da, but I'm healed. Hi, excuse Ooh, me. I'm healed. Hi. What? Excuse me. Hi, I'm uh, oh, Wendy Goldberg. Sorry, I'm the new cantor here. Oh, hello. I am. The Jebediah. Jeb, Jeb is my first name. Adiah is my last. Oh, People think it's Jeb. one. Adiah, yeah. I get it. Um, so you're the old cantor, right? Oh, well, I wouldn't call me old. I would say seasoned. Oh, but I yes. meant right. <laughs> um, so I'm here mm. to sort of liven up the program and help. Oh. Did they not Okay. tell you I was... I just... I didn't realize you were here to quote unquote liven up the program. I thought the program was pretty live, but, um, or just, I think help bring it or, you know what, why don't, can you show me what types of songs you're singing and what the program looks like? Um, okay. And you're very closed off. You're pissed. You're angry. I'm like, Oh God, I've already turned somebody against me. This is the person I have to work with. Yeah. So it's tense, okay? You do this thing where you sort of throw your cape almost at me, and I'm like, oh, I'll hang it, I like, guess. L- like Professor Snape turning down a hallway. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So we start looking at the music. I'm like, okay, so correct me if I'm wrong. This A lot of this is Christian rock. <laughs> I will follow him. Follow him. Follow him wherever he, he may go. go. There isn't an ocean too 
what part of this do you think isn't lively? Well, I or I think what I'm seeing, if I may, is that it's a little dated. So I have an idea. Oh. We liven up the program. We get butts in the seats. And the way that I did it back in Manhattan, I don't know if I told you I'm from the city of New York, Manhattan. Cool. The synagogue that sort of revived itself. Yeah, yeah. In Manhattan, I'm sure it's probably pretty easy to revive a synagogue in Manhattan. But regardless, I think it's hard wherever you are. But that's neither here nor there. The Mm. point is, um, what if we we uh, add a little life, add a little Broadway even to this program? I don't know if you know Broadway songs, but if you... (laughs) You don't think I know Broadway songs. I almost was on Broadway. You think you're a big New York cantor coming in here, taking my thunder. I auditioned for the role of Alphaba. What? Yeah. So thank you so much. Before Adina Menzel, it was for the original casting. Wow. So you are a little older. I was an ingenue, uh, an ingenue, so I auditioned very young. That makes sense. Now that I think about it, that makes sense. Okay, so listen, why don't we? And then Maeve comes in. She's like, "How's it going in here?" And we're both like, "It's not happening. It's good. I got it good." She's like, um, "Okay, great. Um, so I'm gonna have you both staying together." And we're like, "Okay, that's." close quarters i i feel like you know you work together and then in one room she's like well we couldn't spring for a hotel the synagogue is is strapped for money so um you know jeb the room that you sleep in there is a trundle bed i bet you didn't even know so i knew well (laughs) without the trundle and it'll be great have fun sleeping in my trundle. <laughs> okay, and I'm like, okay, I d- I will I will I do have a sensitive. I hate to be this person. <laughs> I do have a sensitive back, and she's like, all right, well, we'll put a we'll put a mattress pad on it, and I'm like, I don't think that's gonna help my yeah. back. But, uh, you know, the night sleep isn't great, but we wake up the next day and we go, let's go over some of our favorite Broadway tunes. Okay. And so you and I are sitting at breakfast and it feels almost tense in the sense of we both start singing to each other, different songs and jumping in. Okay. When I meet the wizard, once I prove my worth, my worth. And when I meet the wizard, (laughs) what I've waited for since birth, Okay. <laughs> and then I do 525,600 minutes. Okay. How do I measure? Measure, measure a, a year. In daylight. In daylight. Mm-hmm. So who I see half the cause of coffee. coffee. Yeah, so we do that. And then we we even keep going. I, you know, when it's... um. Don't tell me not to live, just sit and putter. Mm. Life's candy and the sun's a ball of butter. Don't bring around a cloud to rain on my parade. The rain in Spain stays mainly in the plain. (laughs) The rain in Spain stays mainly in the plain. 
And we realize that what we have is a very special gift. A gift. The gift. And this service is going to hit with these audiences because we're bringing the lessons and yeah. Broadway classics to a, a collision. And you say, I can't help but notice you have a lot of Christian influences I can't help. in your music. And I say, between us, I was, I was trained by... Christians. I grew up Roman Catholic, but I just can't get enough of a synagogue. Don't tell uh I won't Mother Superior or whatever it is that <laughs> is the version of that in the Jewish church. Yeah, the rabbi I think is I don't know that that's the case. Wait, is there nuns in the Jewish faith? No. Oh, okay. So I guess you don't have a Mother Superior, but yes, the rabbi is the decision maker here and so I think we're going to blow her socks off. I think we're going to blow her socks off. So we it's the day of the first service, and it's not a lot of people, but we are ready Ugh. for a concert. Okay? Ugh. Hail, girl. Hail, Mary. What's up? Jerusalem's been a real drag. Everybody hates me. Uh-huh. Not that guy over there. <laughs> <laughs> Who, him? They say he's different. Ooh. They say he's really weird. Oh. And we start dancing in mm. synchronized yeah. synchronicity. Um, and people are like, what is this? Is this yeah. a stage show? Is this a <laughs> and as we're dancing, people slowly they start entering Yes, they do. The synagogue, okay? Yeah. And and you start hitting, you hit a high note, okay? You're singing, this is where you're singing This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. Yeah. Look um, out, because here I come. And as, and as you hit a, a, the, a, a beat in the song, yeah. um, you hear the big door, the door opens, yeah. okay, to the synagogue. Okay. And Jesse, this guy is standing there. Oh my god! And you're singing, and you stop in the middle of hitting a high C, okay? <gasps> yeah. Because you notice him; he is standing. Oh, I gotta say, no, he's, he's he's tall. It's hard to really gauge how tall he how is tall. because it's such a big building. Yes, um, the ceiling's so high. <sighs> But there's uh, one of those pencils on the back wall from when they have uh, daycare and they measure kids. And so you see he's taller than the, the thing by a couple inches and the, the pencil's six foot. So he's got to be... Oh, my God. What is that? Like six, six two? Oh, Even six three, maybe. Oh, God. And so you stop dead in your tracks and I see and I'm like, what is she doing? So I take over for you. <laughs> you're singing because she's frozen. <laughs> Look out because here I come. I am brave. I am bruised. I am who I'm meant to be. And then the door yeah. creaks open again. Who do you think is coming in? 
I could. This door, as I'm singing, the door right. opens again, the and door... somebody else starts coming in. Well, it's funny because it's actually um, my good friend Patrick that lives in town, and I wasn't going to tell him I was in Nebraska, but it seems as though he found out. Now, my friend Patrick, he um, mm. he's Irish, you know, he's a redhead, if you will. Oh wow! Yeah, and he um, they used to call us uh apple tree because <sighs> i loved apples and he was as tall as a tree and so wow. together we were apple tree he's he's you know a six four is is just what? below it just below it uh, is what i was gonna he's so it's all it's it's but a too tall too tall six four is a little too tall it's a yeah. little too tall i mean you don't want a neck problem or a spasm something like that i don't want to have to get special seats on a plane you know no exactly because that's going to cost you over time but he's got these piercing green eyes oh my god um you know and we were uh, a, a fabulous duo we would sing all all the time together he um he doesn't have facial hair does he oh he does he's got a strong oh. little cute red beard and i i hate to tell <sighs> you this but um he's a homo Oh my God! He is a homo, as we say in the Jewish Which religion. Which we know because when he walks in, he starts mouthing the words along to "This Absolutely. is me." Absolutely, and he's point, and we're both. So now we're both distracted, and the rabbi's like, "Thank God that number's over." Also, how'd you get the lights? Because we have a little bit of a light show as we do it as well, and um, everybody sits. The synagogue is packed. The service is going great. We end with our our favorite number. And if you dare to find me, lock to the western sky. Because someone told me lately. Everyone deserves the chance to fly. Fly! Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, in any synagogue, you got to have stained glass, you know, and there is stained oh, glass my, everywhere. And the light is shining through. And at the end, I jump up and you hold my waist and I am airborne. Oh my God. <laughs> and you were wearing this um, cape thing. But as I lift you, the cape expands even bigger. So it looks like angel wings flying out. Oh my god. And the I mean the synagogue and goes there was, nuts. And there's glitter in the wings. So when it opens, glitter explodes around you. Absolutely. So at the end And we're both, I say I say oh. I have some experience in reveals. <laughs> <laughs> and so at the end we both stand at the front of the synagogue and everyone shakes our hands and says what a wonderful service it is. And all of a mm. sudden I see my friend Patrick and I'm like, Patrick, I can't believe you're here. And he said, A bitch. Oh, oh. How's your mom? Chappelle working? <laughs> and I say, ah, oh, that accent is still thick as ever. Uh, they are. They're working. And I'm I'm out. I didn't know you lived here. Oh, yeah. I live down on the main street. In the, I live on the main drag there down in the towns. My oh. accent's a little different because uh, <laughs> uh, maybe he's, a, I mean, you know what? I just mm. real remembered something. His accent had faded away. Over yeah, time. it's a little, it's a little less. It's a little less. Yeah. It's faded. And I go, oh my God, Patrick, how rude of me. This is Jeb. Um, Jeb is the 
can't you know previous canter and now we're working together to oh yeah and you you put your your hand out I as say, if yeah. queen yeah and i say enchanté yeah and he picks up on that and he gives it a little that hand a little kiss oh he lifts it up to a six foot two mouth and oh just saw you know gobbles that <laughs> i up. say i say my hand has never been that high before and he says stick with me kid because i go to all different levels mm. and i mm. say okay um tell you what i'm gonna i'm gonna just what if we all get dinner tonight Maybe we get dinner. We have a little din-din. And I say, oh, well, actually, my brother's here. No. Uh, um, He stopped in. Wow. And I say, you should meet him. Um, Where is <gasps> he? He actually interrupted your song. Um, oh, my oh God. there he is. And it's the guy who came in during This Is Me. That's um, your brother? And yeah, and like I said, he's 6'2", maybe 6'3", sometimes. Ooh depending on the shoes he's wearing yeah. and um it, the thing is he looks almost greek in a way he has a mediterranean feel to him uh, yeah he's got uh, olive skin you know dark features but his eyes jesse they're piercing green oh boy uh, okay and he has um a nice beard it's dark but it matches his hair which is nice and thick but also a little salt and peppery oh um, and he's wearing, he, he looks like he's been painting a house. Oh, oh he's in a vest. He's at <laughs> synagogue. So <laughs> he's wearing a tuxedo without the jacket. I love that. And without the bow, actually, because that would be a little too intense. Yeah, well, um, no one wants a bow in synagogue. But he does have work boots on. And that's how, you know, he's a hardworking man. And I say he's hardworking. He owns a farm in town. Oh, my God. Um, this is my brother, Benji. Hi, Benji. I'm uh, Wendy. Hey, nice to meet you, Wendy. It's nice to see some fresh uh, people in here. <laughs> uh, and yeah. I, I say, yeah, he's like my total opposite. Such a nice guy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're, we're going to the diner, Benji. Do you want to come? And he says, yes. Oh, my God. And so we all go to the diner, but it's busy because it's after oh, synagogue. Oh, after synagogue, yeah. And they're like, oh, do you guys mind splitting up? <gasps> and sitting like two. Two and two. T- two and two. And we're and, both like, uh, yeah. I think so. And then, uh, and I'm like, well, I can't. Oh, uh, how are we? Well, why don't you, um, why and don't then you? the waitress. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, should we? How do you want us to do? Well, I work with you every seat? day, so I feel like we shouldn't sit together. That's not fair. You do know? you want to sit with your friend? It's I don't have a lot to talk about with my brother, actually. Well, you know, I think it's good if if we both talk to people we haven't talked to, even you know, sort of like a, oh, do you like? Yeah, I could, I could do. Yeah, are pa- you guys okay with that? Is everybody? Yeah, and Patrick's and, like, yeah, definitely. And I say, okay, great. Okay, great. Um, so we get sat in other uh, sections of the diner. Yeah. Again, we're in Nebraska. Smoking's allowed inside. So there's like a haze going on. I love that. Like a romantic haze. It just adds to it, the scene, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and so you're sitting and having your you're sitting. Honestly, I'm with sitting. The man. Uh, so what brings you to town? Oh, because I'm helping uh, the synagogue and and your brother <laughs> um kind of revive the the uh Yeah. <laughs> He's a real sp- spitfire, huh? I'm surprised he's been taken to you so nice. He usually the last couple that came through here, he sent away crying yeah i mean he was hard to break at first but um broadway will give you respect for someone and um have you been hmm? you've been on broadway i mean i auditioned when i was younger and then sort of found a home in the cantor circuit yeah um oh that's pretty cool thanks yeah i mean i really love it (laughs) my um my wife, sorry, my ex, sorry, I have to get used to saying that. Oh. <laughs> my ex-wife, um, yeah, she loves, she hated singing, actually. She hate, you, hated singing? Yeah, I wasn't even allowed to play music in, um, in the house. It's like Footloose, but with singing, and also... That's what I always said, and she said, what's Footloose, you fancy boy? <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> And I was like, it's a really good movie. And yeah. He, yeah. So anyway, she left me for um Oh. Some some loser. Uh but I'm I'm, sorry. I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. So you um you you fix up houses? I'm a contractor, yeah. So I remodel houses. I'm a flipper. Oh, you're a flipper. I, I watch H D T V shows. Or I used to. Oh wow! Cool, cool. Yeah, I uh, I do what they do. Only I make more money. Wow. Yeah. And in sleeping Nebraska. Um. Yeah. Well, I actually this is my hometown, but I develop all over. Oh, have you been to New York? Oh, that's where my wife and I live together. So not in some time, but yeah, that's where I'm from. Oh wow. Yeah. That's That's so funny. But I mean, um do you see yourself there permanently or I mean, who knows, you know, time can only tell. Yeah, I guess you never know when you're going to meet someone. Yeah. And I go to reach for my coffee and then I I accidentally spill it and it goes all over you and I'm like, "Oh <sighs> my god." I'm, it's fine. I'm dead below the waist. And I say, I'm just kidding. And I jump up and I, like, it does burn a little, but no worries. Yeah, which is a really great sign. If you can spill on someone, they don't get mad at you. I feel like that's the moment, you know, where you tense up because you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Um, and you go and you start helping dry off his Right. And then I'm pants. like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And the waitress um, is like, that's my job, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that. And, and he says, uh, you guys, so we we see time pass, okay? Yeah. Like, that's how we know. And then you're like still talking and she's like, we got to close up shop. Yeah. We've been here all day. And you're both like, oh my God, all day. This has been such a great conversation. Yeah. And we go, oh my God, wait, where's Patrick and Jeb? Jeb. And then we, we, we cut, cut to. Yeah. Um. We're making out already in the, <laughs> we're in a bedroom and we're making out. 
And um, I say, what did you say your name was? And he says, <laughs> and he says, Patrick. And I'm like, I like it. And uh, yeah, we cut back to you guys. And he's like, I hope I can see you again sometime. Yeah. And you're like, I am actually scheduled to go back to New York pretty soon. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, do you want to take over? I'll take it from here. And so we get back at the same time and I'm like, how was your night? And you're like, amazing. How was yours? And I say, amazing. And then Maeve comes in and we're like, whoa. And she's like, how was your night? The service was great. And we're like, it was amazing. She's like, Wendy, you've done a great, great job talk to your old rabbi uh, they said tomorrow can be your last service and you can go back on monday uh, and i go uh, i meant on sun mon sunday because service is on saturday and i go oh this was friday night service there's also saturday service so i'm like oh uh, well and i say i guess we'll have one last seder one last time. One last time. One last time. It doesn't have to rhyme. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. But it does. And um, I'm like, okay, so I guess we're doing this. And then <laughs> um, the next... The, that night somebody yeah. throws pebbles at the window <gasps> and it is uh the guy it's it's my brother your brother's name was maybe not established so i guess his name is um did, did you say derek I didn't say that, but it will be Derek. Okay, great. It's only because I kind of described him as somebody that we both know named Derek. I think you're thinking his name is Derek. Okay. Um, um, and he's out there and he's like, I can't stop. I can't sleep. I can't stop thinking about you. Oh my God. And you're like, you go down, you guys make out because you're like, what's the point? I have to leave tomorrow. And you point? tell him, you're like, I have to leave tomorrow. And he's like, please don't leave. And I'm like, <sighs> well I'm staying because Patrick's here I'm like <laughs> everything's Gucci with me so the next day okay we are you and um, you and Derek end up sleeping, having an amazing sleeping night. in yeah. the trundle we don't know what really happens <laughs> we just see you making out and the camera pans away okay yeah Um. and so then the next day mm. we are at it's the service it's packed oh my god Okay, and so you and I are standing. We're dressed to the nines. To the Everyone's, nines. I mean, we look just amazing. Yeah. Um, and we're singing. So you're singing your final song. Oh my which god. Is, um, the the finale song from A Star Is Born. Always remember us, me this way. And it's very sad, you very know. Sad. And so you're. Or maybe you're singing shallow something more um yeah recognizable. That's uh, good. That's good. Can, uh, 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 aren't you tired of trying to fill uh, that yep. void? void? Or do you need, need more? more? 
As you get to the oh, 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 the key change, absolutely. And as you do that, yeah, all of a sudden these like um, fireworks almost go off <gasps> in the church. But we are a little confused because we didn't plan that. Wow! And that's when, that's when Derek comes in from the back. Okay, <gasps> and he goes. I'm off the deep end, watch as I dive in, I'll never meet the ground. And I'm like, okay, I guess I will see myself to the back line. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Crash through the surface where they can't hurt us. Well, far from, from the, the shallow, shallow now. And you guys are like holding hands. Oh my God, okay? it is so intense. It's so intense. And he he says, I, I love you. Oh. And I don't, I know it's whirlwind, but the next time I'm in this church, I want it to be to make you my wife. Synagogue, absolutely. <laughs> synagogue the next time i'm in this synagogue i want you to be my wife and i go gasp <laughs> um and then and patrick comes down the aisle and he starts singing <clears throat> it's a beautiful ride and something dumb to do hey baby I, I know I want to marry, marry you. you. And we're like, what is happening? <laughs> and, and he I'm has like, behind is this him a flash mob. <laughs> there's a flash mob. People behind him get up. Okay. All the people that we thought were photographers are dancing. And I say, listen, I've always pretended to hate flash mobs, but I actually am very impressed. Obsessed. And at the end, he full on poses and on his knee with a ring. And I say, yes, yes, a million times, yes. And you jump into each other's arms. We look into the stained glass window. We come back down. It is a double service. We got oh two my God. hoppas. And me and Derek <laughs> under one and you and Patrick under an another. Maeve is in the middle because she's doing both at the same time. And she, and she says, you know, when you came in here as a Roman Catholic, I bet you never thought you'd be getting married under a chuppah to a man by a rabbi. And yeah. I say, listen, life is what gets in the way when you're busy making plans. Wow. Yeah. And everybody nods their head in the audience. And, um, you know, it, it's just one of those moments where we both of our guys break the glass at the same time, which symbolizes <sighs> they're going to protect us for the rest of our lives and love us really forever. Unconditionally. Unconditionally. And um, we run out of the synagogue and all of a sudden it says five years later, we hear 
the sound of a little child. Okay? Oh the God. child is singing. And I <laughs> will always love God. <laughs> and we cut to, and then an, another little kid harmonizes. Who will always love God. <laughs> and it's you see both of us sitting beaming because it's both of our children. <laughs> we're crying and we're clapping. Oh my god. We're loved with they're doing our rendition of <laughs> Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love God. <laughs> and uh our kids are taking on in our in our footsteps. Oh my god. And the movie which we titled before this. And I can't remember what it was called exactly, but we're going to call it Love on the Prairie. Love on the Prairie. Wow. That was so good. Honestly, though, I actually love that. And the idea and of Sister Act being Jewish is my favorite thing I've ever <laughs> thought in my life. That is iconic honestly we are opening doors Jessie. we are opening doors guys send this to someone at hallmark okay because if they don't turn this into something real i don't believe in hallmark i don't believe in hallmark but listen okay guys while we're on the topic jesse it's time for praise to the praises yeah. okay yeah. are you ready for this one yes hit me with it so this is okay it's middle sisters is the thing okay oh. middle sister-in-laws is the title okay um uh, hey 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 it's us kelly and shelly <laughs> yep you saw that right both spelled with an e y at the end Ooh. we are sisters sisters-in-law say that with a jersey accent sisters-in-law <laughs> Shelly is a forgotten middle, and okay. Kelly is the youngest, but acts like a middle. Your podcast has brought us so much joy in these trying times, otherwise known as 2020. <laughs> Our favorite segment, hands down, is I love that. For you. <laughs> the phrase has become a staple in our everyday vocabulary. The embarrassing stories of the week are hilariously cringy. Prior <laughs> to writing this review, we drank margaritas. While the we uh sorry, we drank margaritas while cackling over Chris's story of spilling an iced tea after delivering a tray of margaritas. <laughs> we could go on, but we won't. Just please know we love your podcast and highly recommend it to anyone and everyone, regardless of their birth order. We love this podcast for you, for me, for everyone. Oh that that's Kelly and Shelly, okay? And I'm only talking in the Jersey accent because they said it's with a Jersey accent. So I'm assuming they'll appreciate me trying to do a Jersey accent for of them. Course will kelly and shelly what are you girls doing what are you up to kelly and shelly are the types of girls who they'll call they'll say uh kelly will call shelly be like listen i went to a bar in jizzy city i got too i got too wasted okay what the i need fuck? somebody to come i need somebody to come pick me up what the fuck okay don't move sit down okay. somewhere don't move throw a flag over your head so i can find you because i swear to god if i get there and i can't find you i'm gonna be I got the flag up. I got the emergency flag up. You see, I came in. I just wanted one margarita. Next thing you know, I'm I'm oh. wasted. I'm covered in iced of tea. Of okay? course, <laughs> of course. I'll be right there. Let me ask you a question because I don't know about you, but I'm I'm looking for a nosh. If I'm hitting the road, I'm getting a nosh. Oh, you need me to bring I you something? I could go for a nosh. I could go for a nosh. Maybe right. like a pretzel or something. Maybe I could a bring hot pretzel. a pretzel. I could see if I could find a soft or hot. Uh, soft. I want hot and soft. You know, okay. hot soft. I want a dipping sauce. I want Just dipping sauce. Just like I sauces. like my men. Hot and soft. All right, let's go. 
<laughs> I want to, and I want plenty of sauces. Okay. Right. If there's no sauces, I don't want the pretzel. Of course. What do you think? I'm going to come dry? No way. <laughs> I'm WAP. Kelly. Baby. WAP. WAP. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly and Shelly are just icons. Okay. Icons. And we adore them like we adore all of you. We do. We really adore them because they wrote a review. So you should also. Yes, guys, if you're not subscribed, you're crazy. And I want everybody to send this to three people this week. Send this podcast to three people <laughs> tied in a bow and say, I love this for you. And l- call it a day. I love it for you. For you, for okay. me, for our brothers, for okay. our sisters. Yeah. And guys, make sure you're joining Stuck in the Middle mm. on uh, Facebook. Yeah. Okay. You follow Middle Children Podcast on Instagram. And also, um, if you want more content, you can go to the Patreon, patreon.com backslash middle children. Yep. Uh, is there anything else, Shelly? Well, I don't think there's anything else. We got an announcement we'll make soon. That'll be really exciting for everybody. Uh, you know, and then until then, you know, as we always say. Live every day like you're the oldest. You better. Okay. Love you. Kisses. Kisses. Bye. Tell your mom I said hi. Drive safe. Okay. Don't you get there. Now tell me. Text me when you get there. Okay. I'll text you when I get there. You text me when you get there. Okay. Love you. Miss you. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Bye. The Middle Children. Middle Children is produced by Cameron Rude. Our theme song is written and performed by Hannah Solo and Alex Mitchell. With photography by Sarah Nathan. And artwork by Abby Lloyd. 